0: They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
1: The Late Lunch with Blackstone
0: Motors. The 2020 Dacia sales event is now on at Blackstone Motors, Drogheda,
2: Dundalk, and Cabin. Call in to see how shockingly affordable a new Dacia is in the new year. You're very welcome to Wednesday Afternoons Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Lots of chat over the next couple of hours. And I want to get straight to business today. What a name. What a success story. It all began at home and with the local nuns in Bundoran. The Diver sisters, Angela Joan, Marie-Thérèse and Grania have gigged and travelled the world with the great and good. And in their own right... As the, that's what I meant about the name, as the screaming orphans, they're really making the most of their fantastic music with a huge following here at home and abroad. And you'll be able to experience it in the Spirit Store in Dundalk, Saturday week the 7th of December for the moment they're here with me and the mind for the next while <laughs> welcome ladies no, thank much, you Alice. for joining me on the show look I, you know what's coming you know what I'm <laughs> going to ask you Joan you do the explaining will you screaming orphans where did that come from
3: well it was actually a friend of ours um, um, a fellow from Bundorn Damien grannon who actually came up he came up with a load of different names and we were in our teenage years and we were like we were known as the Diver Sisters and we kind of wanted something a little bit different and um so he came up with I don't know there's other names, and then he went screaming orphans. We said yeah, paperback So we we just something we just like liked that. screaming orphans because. I don't know. It it didn't it, it didn't say what we were like a, a girl band or a family band, and it was just something that we just we just we just liked the name, you know. And people either like it or they hate it, but they'll always remember it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll have a
4: comment about it. But but, but you were
2: gigging with your mum. Yeah, yes, your mum yes, was a we lead were. Singer, we were right. We were. Yes, and and there's a tie in with that as well because you yeah. kicked her out. We did we t- so
4: we and we and our dad was our sound engineer and our manager and our roadie, <laughs> and wasn't our, he? And basically our our our, our, our music. <laughs> (laughs) director as well because he used to tell us what songs he liked (laughs) and And he was our sign man he was the sign man he was you name it he was was the agent so and Mammy was the lead singer so then um, I suppose we we, we threw them out we weren't very nice orphans we kind of threw out our parents no they didn't mind well no then we became sort of orphans yes you know because we didn't yeah. we didn't that, you know? but, but
2: listen mammy and dad love you dearly yes, and there's no us. such thing as this and, it's all in the name
4: and you know the funny thing is as well we actually went our secondary school was an old orphanage And actually in yeah, Bendorn, yeah in Bendorn, it, it, it used to be an old another orphanage another yeah. connection and then screaming we always say we're screaming to be noticed <laughs> oh yes screaming out
2: so it's noisy when you all get together besides the music <laughs> it
4: is it is
2: understandable
4: although there's two quiet ones so, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: and in the family is it just four girls yeah
4: that's it that's it
2: just Just, yourselves yeah just the four of us it, uh, the music come back to this I mentioned Bondor and of course you yeah. didn't lick it off the ground with the yeah. folks who are such accomplished musicians and it goes yeah. back for generations in your families it, as does, well. it does
3: our mum that's, we, we had a great upbringing in music our mum used, used to sing with her brothers in, in a Cayley band so there was always music our Uncle Richie would come down every Friday evening to the house yeah. and he would he would teach us you know teach the girls like um, some of the more Cayley tunes he was very influenced by the Scottish music because he played with Jimmy Shan when he
4: was a child <laughs> was taking it with Jimmy Shan, which is a well-known Scottish choir oh, yes. there and the, the actual the Cayley band they actually won the most popular Cayley band in Ireland mm-hmm. at one stage and they were played on there was a Mitchellstown Creamery programme and they were played for Years and ten years. Ten years, I think. Something like ten yeah. years they got a slot.
2: People might remember the Richard Fitzgerald, Kelly yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are people listening today who will yeah. recall that. Yeah. When you think of it, over yeah. a decade they uh, were yes, played for. I imagine, yeah, in yeah,
4: those days. And they, they toured America and they toured England and mm. Scotland extensively. But they went around Ireland as well. So we, we had that. And then our grandfather also was very musical because Angela actually has his fiddle. You know, and our and our granduncle, that was Tipperary. That's right. where the main music, I think, actually came from, Tipperary.
2: Okay. So,
4: although Daddy's um, mother loved music, mm. and that and our our. Great grandmother as well seemingly she imported a piano, so she was so
2: very- when you talk about Cayley and traditional music, etc, how do you describe the screaming offerings? What would well, you say your genre do you is? know
3: it's we 're kind of a hybrid of everything. We never just wanted to be one 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 thing, and we loved our Irish music and the ballads and the folk and the Cayley music, but we also love pop music. And we also, so we sort of mesh the two styles together and we never give up our original pop music. Like a lot of the times in America, we do the Irish festivals and and we're very thankful for that because that's kind of our bread and butter yes. and how we make our living. But also in those Irish festivals, we've built up fans who come for our original music. So we mix the two together. We'll do And we also do the older Irish songs and make them a little bit more modern.
4: So just a we kind of twist. Yes. It's, nice, it's nice to uh, sort of, I suppose, educate as well you know it's it's good to actually take the old songs and not let them die because you know a lot of times you know if you give them just sort of a bit of a modern twist and because we love the pop music we tend to you know, we give them and up And then we all top. sing. And the thing about it is, a lot of the
3: times, like the tunes, the traditional tunes are carried on. But the songs, we're very lucky that our mother um, taught us so many of the old Irish songs because the song tradition is is a little bit less strong. There's less people focusing on songs. There's so many young young kids playing the tunes and traditional tunes, but the songs are sort of. It's not that yeah. they're dying, but you know, they're 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 not especially as ballads, on. Yeah. especially yeah, ballads,
4: The
2: know. So this is your thought process behind what you do. I yeah. love on your website when you listen to it when honey and gravel
4: collide. Yes, I know, but that's, that's what, kind it is. Of what it is because yeah. we can be sweet and then we can be really really kind of rough sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. you know especially when you're singing some of the songs especially you see I think uh, deep down we think we're like you know we uh, want to be a, these post- real big no, rough gravel don't, don't say punk band because yeah. I think we're post-punk more <laughs> we're going to be correct. live we, we have
3: we have an electricity and an energy with us live yes. I don't know there's something about our live
4: shows that's and why we, great we to tend pump. to scream and stuff like that so there's, there's a lot of gravel sometimes when we don't <laughs> too, much <you> know, <laughs> too much gravel too much gravel
2: have a little Fun. sympathy for me today, this is, I've mean, <laughs> four rough Donegal in the studio today. How am I doing? How am I doing? All right, all right, all right. Like, I and mean, will you let us hear what we're talking about here? Now, the new album, the name yes. of the new album is? Life in a Carnival. And this album has gone
3: whoosh. Yeah, it did. It actually, like, you know, it went, we never before, like, actually went into the iTunes pop charts. But this time we, just, we were, like, number one in the world charts with our Irish stuff. But this time we decided, sure, why not? We'll go for the pop charts, the iTunes pop charts. And I actually went up to number 24 in the American, the US, iTunes pop charts, which is like really unheard of. Yeah, because we're an independent. We do everything ourselves. And that that shows like the the extent of our fan base and people who really like our music. And it's just great, like, you know, for a a little small band like ourselves to do that. And it's just gratification. Home industry. Home industry. (laughs) You
2: are humble, girls. Put that that word into your repertoire as well. Because they're playing themselves down here. I'm telling you. Yes. This crew are big, not alone in Ireland, but all over the world. Will you play the single for me? We you will do the single. What's yes, it we called? will.
3: We're gonna do this is Carnival.
2: Okay, let's be having yes. it. And
4: it's the Screaming Orphans. Yes. And this would be more of our honey side.
2: Ah, thank you. Not
4: gravel because it's <laughs> a bit early in the day.
2: <laughs> Off you go. One,
4: two, One, two three, four. <laughs>
2: finest ladies and gentlemen on late lunch this afternoon that's the single Carnival from the chart topping album Life in a Carnival I love you It's great, it really is great You have a wonderful, wonderful sound And I want to remind you again They haven't been to the North East They've never been to the Spirit Store in Dundalk Oh, We're very much, it's terrible We're very
3: much looking forward to it
2: Oh, and I'm sure Spirit Store is looking forward to having you there as well It's on Saturday week, the 7th of December And not to be missed And the girls have brought us in a couple of copies of the new album Life in a Carnival by the Screaming Orphans it's a very difficult question. It's very difficult in late lunch every day to win anything we have to give away. From what county do the Screaming Orphans <laughs> hail? What county do they come from? I mentioned it town in it a moment ago. I think we've mentioned it several times already. Would you like the album? 086 1800 658 by WhatsApp or text with your name and details. With that answer, we'll be back. More from the Screaming Orphans after this break. When I look at your CV, Joan... I'll tell you something. I said in the introduction you've played with the great and good. You certainly have. But one thing I wanted to, to say to you, and you sort of say this and mention it a lot yourselves, um, Sinead O'Connor, and, and you're working with her again now uh, yeah. shortly, and my God, has that woman bounced back once more. Uh, was that sort of the big break when you when she asked you to go with well,
3: her on it? it was kind of because, you know... To have Sinead, um have us as her backing singers, like on her shows, it's just a stamp of approval for for you as a musician and as a singer and, and, we and everything. Were very
4: young at the time, and it was it was really amazing because she um, she very much fought for us as well because you know with the big record companies at the time, she had us as her backing singers. But you know when you're very young, you're you're very enthusiastic and you just ask for things. You know even <laughs> though, you know. Later years, you would say, oh, gee, I can't ask for that. But we said, can we be your support band? And we had, like, four songs written. And they were, like pretty awful oh, <laughs> we were so it's full really of confidence we were leave, like this is the best
3: me. Yeah. oh my
4: god there were so bad she, she was great because she allowed us to like be
3: her opening band and then come back on stage and you know what we're doing these um, few shows with her our schedule just allows us to do a few because we have um, we're under contract for shows in America but we're doing um, a few with her and people have written already saying that they remembered the shows that we did with Sinead I think and it was,
4: the, it was, the, it was uh, the five vocals it was well just it's such
3: a great sound live and I mean, I remember people came up like, you know, and would say, like, vocally, I don't know what about our our vocals blended so well with her. Do you know what? She has the most amazing. Yeah, she has. She's she's, she's the ultimate lead singer.
4: She was was really great because I suppose early on she taught us a lot of things. Because I always remember she always taught us, never let anyone change you. Never let anyone, like, you know, tell you what to do. And we, we held on to that. We never let anyone put us off our name or I suppose the way we are. Yeah. You know, we've we because, like, tried
3: to I, be I, I play the anything. drums but I'm a lead singer, like so we've a different setup and you know, it, it the industry sort of go, Oh, you can't be a singer behind drums and it, you can. Mm. You can be anything you want because people like it. I love
2: euphoria. Yes. Are you living the dream?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? I think we are because we're doing something we really love and and I think um I think we're lucky that we have each other because I think we've all sacrificed a terrible lot you know, you do. You have to sacrifice to stick together. But the one thing we say we're going to be the longest running female band that has never changed a lineup. <laughs> so we're going to be the Guinness Book of Records soon, soon, because, a couple of yeah, years. Soon, because the thing is, we've never, we've never, uh, we've never had any really extra members in. We've never been anything but the four of us. We've never played yes. as anything less than mm. the four of us, and we'll play until something happens to one of us
2: oh listen and that's way, way way down the road yes. you know, contemplating that to,
4: it's great to keep going yeah
2: it certainly is no you've been all look you mentioned America there but you mm. guys have been on every continent on this planet yeah. home is specialty. I know it always is, is and I not mention the county I'll be giving away the album <laughs> it's up in the northwest. if you wanted a clue it
4: but, has it all but you know what?
2: all you've been and who you've performed performed with anything Stay with you from outside the country, memorable, really memorable. Well,
3: we did um, we did a show with Baba Mal, who's this like top Senegalese. I know um, him.
4: Yeah, yeah, he's incredible. I know him. He's so incredible. incredible. Man, we, he, we actually went to Dakar in, and in Senegal, in Senegal. He brought us and he brought us to his like his hometown. And it was just—I think the energy Yeah, he, Eight show, hours he sang, in, he performed in, in It was unreal. unreal. He kept going and kept going. And all these women would and come and up and they yeah, would give money, they like they you know. Money. And it was just—it was, it was the most amazing. The energy, I'll never forget it. Into so that's—that's
2: that's a wonderful. Me- you talk about Bruce Springsteen playing <laughs> for hours. Baba played for
4: eight. <laughs> eight Tony. Well, well, you exaggerate no, a bit. I'm it was not. about six. No, and a half it half was or seven. No, <laughs> no and my God, and there was no air conditioning in the in the Yeah, it was in the theater. Hold
2: on a minute. Stop there. I don't want this uh, Guinness Book of Records <laughs> ambition to falter on LMFM today with her. Ra- I've started around with people.
4: I believe in the van.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, you, I want to say again, you're coming to the Spirit Store in Dundalk on Saturday week, the 7th of December. And folks, I, I'm not exaggerating. They're brilliant. And they are making waves in the world. And here they're coming to Dundalk Saturday week they're not to be missed I say this to you again they really are not to be missed they're a fantastic group of girls and they're going to play their full repertoire the new album the single yeah. you name it and,
3: and we also have Ed Porrick Stevens and Leo Moran from the Saw Doctors are going to be coming as our special guests
2: oh, <laughs> I wish I was so, on the M17 <laughs> stone walls and the grass Glassless is green, green. <laughs> anyway you're going to do, will you do you, you, we, we've agreed a compromise yeah. they have such a repertoire themselves but they Going to do a little cover especially for me. We
3: are because we've always been fans of this lady, and it's a Dolly Parton song, and it's our version of Jolie. And she's also had, remember, yeah. she
4: put out the, the, the thing the about she wanted to everyone to everybody do it, to do Jolie. We, we didn't actually do that, but we're going to do it today <laughs> for
3: you. This and is for all special. the listeners. We saved it for today for you.
2: Dolly, <laughs> are you listening? Late lunch, LMFM, remember us.
0: <laughs> Your beauty. Beyond beyond compare. Flamey locks of overhead, hair and ivory skin as a green. Your smile is like a breath of spring. Your voice is soft like summer rain, and I cannot compete with you, Jolie Just because Please don't take them Just
2: because Please don't take them Even though you can The energy in this studio at the moment It's just electric, let me tell you You know that song there that you just played? really does sum you up, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. When you think of the Dolly Parton version And this Irishness you bring to that Brilliant Brilliant, brilliant, may I say. You're in for a treat in the Spirit Store Saturday week. Get your tickets. It'll be gone. I'm telling you, it'll be sold out shortly. The new album is called Life in a Carnival by Screaming Orphans. It's been just wonderful
0: Uh,
3: to have you all
2: with me today. Not at all. I want to say a big thank you again to Joan, Angela, Grania and Marie-Therese the Diver family from County you know where if you want to win the album 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text good luck to you thanks for dropping in it's been a real pleasure
3: thanks very much thank you
2: you.
5: the late lunch
2: with Blackstone Motors
5: the
0: 2020 Dacia sales event is now on at Blackstone Motors Drogheda Dundalk and
2: Cavan pre-book your new car for the new year and we'll hold all prices and oh, weren't they just lovely? I so enjoyed meeting the girls, uh, Joan Angela Grania, and Marie Therese. they wonderful and they have a great, great talent and uh, I'll remember today for a while, I can tell you, on late lunch. Now moving on on the show, it's a very recent phenomenon in Ireland. Yes, the hullabaloo surrounding the final Friday in November, better known as Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving in the USA... There's supposedly great offers galore, online and in-store. But in the context of grabbing a bargain and the whole question of where to now for retail, I'm joined this afternoon by Miriam Simon, who's a retail and growth strategist and who's worked for the likes of TK Maxx, Monsoon, B&Q, River Island, and more recently, Lifestyle Sports. Very impressive. Miriam, you're welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Um, What about this Friday? (laughs) You know, I have it in my mind. Is it a ruse?
6: Um, it's, it's, it's a trading tactic and we are following, um, the US model and, and it has become a bigger deal year on year on year. This year, it's been probably a little bit more challenging for retailers because it's almost a week later than usual. And that has meant that, um, because of changing trading patterns, November, if, if, if retailers had not been prepared for or been strategic for, would have been a bit more difficult. So.
2: Do you know what I have in my mind? Yes, it is Friday. And, of course, this was online, Suppose Now yeah. it's everywhere. It's in the in the shops. It's, it's, it's
6: the whole month. It's the it, whole it, thing, yeah, isn't
2: yeah. it? But what yeah. I have in my mind is that, you know, when people are looking at Christmas, including November into December, there's a pot of money. There's money to be spent. Yeah. Now, I'm talking about there is, of course, the credit option that you can blow the gaff if you want. But does this Friday, in a way, take away from what... Bef- Happened before? Does that slow the numbers before? And does it take away on the spend on the run into Christmas?
6: It it's completely changed the um the consumer behaviour around Christmas. So if you remember in the old days, you had December the eighth, Country Shopping Day, and we all went mad for Country Shopping Day, and it was a very um you know, there was the run up to Christmas. What we're seeing, particularly this year actually with Black Friday and cyber trading being um, literally six days later, is we're seeing a much more compacted Christmas trade. So you'll hear lots of retailers saying, oh, Christmas is getting later every year. Christmas is at the same time every year. But the the, the fact of the matter is that the the Christmas trading has become more compacted. And with cyber trading, um, particularly a lot of the bigger retailers, they jump on the bandwagon very early in November and as a result what happens is there's a lot of noise um, and the whole trading message gets very diluted. So there's a a real um, pressure on retailers to discount potentially unnecessarily. So you know a lot of businesses that I work with we, we approach this in a much more innovative way. There's lots of other ways that you can protect your trade in November other than just giving away your margin.
2: Come back to the ruse that I said at the beginning, yeah. I want to move on from this. There are bargains to be had. Is that what you're saying to me this Friday?
6: Um there are, but you need to be you need to be careful. There's a lot of I, I think there was a report out recently actually, I vaguely remember hearing something about it, that was saying that a a lot of products that from from cyber trading last weekend and Black Friday last weekend were then seen at at better prices at, or at the same price okay. at other times of the year. So you need to you need to be shrewd. I think there's a lot of noise out okay. there. Okay.
2: Good to hear From that as well. From a consumer point yes, of view, yes. Do be your careful. homework if you know there's yeah. something. Yes, but be careful. Tread carefully. And and the hype. The hype. It, 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 there is a huge hype around it. Now let's talk about retail because. You mentioned the, the, coming to uh, the cities and towns on the 8th of December, how life has changed in terms of yeah. purchasing and for the whole retail space. Um, is it now a question that the majority, and going forward, the majority of transactions will be happening online?
6: So I'm going to be a bit controversial here. I'm going to disagree with that. So I think online is is very, very important Um, However, I do think that um, bricks and mortar are vitally important also. I think what we're seeing is it isn't as simple. Retail is changing and it's changing very drastically. But... um, it isn't as simple as online versus bricks and mortar. What we are seeing is a real change in consumer behaviour. And you'll notice there's a lot of press about oh, it's an apocalypse and all oh, the retailers are, everybody's dying. and ah! um, It's actually the big retailers that are feeling the pain. And the reason they're feeling the pain is, is because quite a lot of them have not changed their model in a lot of years. They haven't changed their product in a lot of years. Um, it's a little bit like... Um, you know, the, the big oil tanker, it's very hard for them to get their head around changing consumer habits. Um, in my opinion, it's never been a better time to be in retail if you are a smaller business and you are agile. So although there is a piece about online retail... Um, uh, and it is very important. It's never been more accessible to get yourself online in some shape or form. It's never been more accessible to market your business. And, um, you know, the, the tools that are at everybody's fingertips these days are greater than they've ever been. But the, the retail is changing, not just this whole digital versus bricks and mortar. And um, the actual, we're going to see a lot more types of retail models. So, for example, you know, we talk a lot about the circular economy. I'm sure everybody's heard a lot about uh, that. I
2: saw you wrote a very yeah. interesting piece about it yourself in, in the last week.
6: Yeah. So, so there's, there's a lot of new models of retail coming in. And so if you're the small guy who has anything between one and, say, 10 stores, actually, if, if you're entrepreneurial and you are open to learning and, and, and feeling agile, it's never been a greater time from a from a from a business and positioning yourself as success.
2: What do you mean by the circular economy? Just for listeners, explain that. So
6: circular economy, so there's a lot of talk. So we're all talking about plastics and we're all talking about, you know, recycling and we're all talking about being much more environmentally friendly. This isn't just a fad. This is stuff that is here to stay. So the use of of cotton and and, uh, the use of plastic are going to become much, much bigger uh, focuses. The use of cobalt in cars and in technology. You know, there's a lot of products that are used that are going to become, much more important how we use them, how they're recycled and move through the economy. So um, I think in the article, one of the examples I used was mud denim. So mud denim, um, this business is several years old. This is not a new model, by the way, but we will see a rise in more models like this where there will be a move in the future towards people using, not buying. So we are moving into um, a, and a little bit of this is generational, actually. Um, So I'm Generation X. I was born to shop love shopping, do it for a hobby... You know, I'm a complete shopaholic, and um, that's why I have to work hard. But, um, but, but my I have a teenage. You know, I have a teenager, and he he wasn't born to shop. You know, he's much more conscious. He's a very shrewd shopper. He shops when he needs to. So there is a generational shift here, where we are looking at generations that are coming through that want a really good experience and something that's going to tempt them to shop, but also they're they're not going to buy just for the sake of buying. So these guys. Are you know um, ideal candidates for this use not buy model that is likely to w- it's not going to take over retail, but it's one of many models what do you mean
2: by use not buy
6: so for example, Mud denim is a great example um, it's a business based in the Netherlands and you pay a small subscription and you get your designer jeans and you pay a small subscription and you lease your jeans and if they need repaired mod will repair them and if you want to replace them for new ones they every every year you upgrade them for a new pair of jeans and they're recycled and repurposed and upcycled and um it's it's much more it's a greener model isn't that so it's actually very clever. Uh, very very clever commercially too because if you're only paying a few dollars a month you're going to forget about that money coming out of your account.
2: And unlike you and me, I'm with you on, yeah. the, on the shopper thing. Yeah. You won't have all these pairs of jeans in your wardrobe. No,
6: you won't. You won't. You won't. And likewise, you're going to see a lot more of this um, loan model. So for example, you know, uh, maybe this is generational, but we've all bought our dad an electric screwdriver for Christmas at one point. The, the the average use of an electric screwdriver is about eight minutes in its whole lifespan. So you're going to see much more of this people borrowing things rather than purchasing them. So that is going to impact retail. So you are going to see lots of changes in, in the retail model and people um, that are very entrepreneurial. There is there is great opportunity there. Come back
2: to the retail in our town centres. And I don't have to remind you that in Dundalk and Drogheda and Navin, yeah. the town centres. Navin faring probably better than the other two. In, in a way uh, more compact or whatever. And I know you're going to say to me back, well, look, Jerry, there's a lot to do there with town planning. And yeah. I, I'm sure you'd respond to me, wouldn't you, on that basis? I, with- yeah,
6: I definitely think there's a piece around town planning here and, and actually bringing people back into the town. So, so, Drogheda, if I give Drogheda as an example, Drogheda is an ideal commuter town for... Dublin. And there are lots of very big businesses in Dublin. You know, in an ideal world, um, if, if some of those big businesses had some really central town centre offices in Dublin, that would actually inject huge life back into... Into Drogheda. Into Drogheda.
2: So you're saying that Companies like that should be looking at towns like this. So,
6: so if so, this is me being very opinionated now. So, the likes of a Facebook—that's why you're a, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, so, the likes of a Facebook or a Google, I guarantee you, these guys have lots of people that work out this way. So, rather than those guys spending two hours each way commuting, if those guys were working in in a, a, you know, a custom-built premises, and there is, but we do have the units, if they were working somewhere in Drogheda and there was like a hub in Drogheda for those guys to commute to that is a few minutes rather than a couple of hours, that's actually going to, they'll, they'll be out on their lunch buying, they'll be out after work buying. That would reinvigorate the town centre. And I think there, there's got to be a lot more work done on remote working, rather than people sitting in traffic. So
2: that's where it begins. The other thing from a retailer's point of view Mm. is the costs of, you know, most people rent. If you're lucky enough and own your premises, well, hats off to you. But not a lot of people rent units. So that's costly. You have rates involved as well. Of course, you have to employ staff. You have all the costs that are associated with it as well. When you compare that to what an online retailer has in terms of cost
6: so there's pros and cons you actually are much closer to your customer so so what i am seeing in 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 retail generally is although um, there is pain and it is the big boys that are getting the most of the pain to be to be honest um, what what i am seeing in the retail circles that i have been in um, is that the actual smaller retailer and the more specialist retailer is thriving is having a really good time because they're more connected with their customer and in this world of you know you know I have kids um and my older child I think the phone is surgically attached to him at this point and in this world we are in where people are less connected on a human basis, that actual connection with the customer is more important than ever. People want to do business and want to buy from authentic businesses. It, so if you're the small guy, it has never been a better time.
2: I was coming to work this morning, I say it again, I passed yeah. two major bus stops. Everyone, when I'm oodling in the traffic, just looking around me for something, everyone on the phone. I saw three or four ladies yeah. out wheeling prams today and every one of them on their phones as they go along. Oh, don't get us started on that one. That's a different yeah. subject for a different day. Isn't she so interesting? Miriam Simon is with us on Late Lunch this afternoon and we're going to talk more after this short break. When you look at the Northeast and the number of um, external uh, retail parks that have jumped up around our major towns, is it not a fact that there's just too much retail and replicated retail and there's going to have to be a big shakeout with that?
6: um I, that takes me right back to the town planning it's not it, it, so i don't understand the, so i'm reasonably new to Drogheda. so i don't understand the town planning of why we would have all these retail parks to pull people out of Drogheda when actually the focus should be on Drogheda town do you know so so um i think from that point of view town planning and actually living and working in towns and and keeping people in towns and making it more um, easier for them to live and work in towns is is going to help the future. So it's for back else. to that again. It's back to that. Hope. But we need to, you, so everybody seems to spend their life in a car these days, <sighs> trying to get somewhere. Oh, yeah. and, and and actually, it is about you know it 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 is um, in the interest of some of these really big organisations to have more of these hub spots that are are much more accessible and to to get people off the road, particularly if you think you know we're talked about the circular economy and you know fuel and you know the amount of money that's spent people traveling and the amount of the impact on the environment of that as well so i i do believe the future i do believe that we will go full circle here i think we've we've been through you know i, I i'm i'm quite old and I was in retail for over 30 years. Don't mind her, don't mind Um, her. But but I remember for a lot of years it was the race for space was the word on retail and how many stores can you open? And now it is about fewer, bigger, better so for for the bigger businesses that are are doing okay they're the ones that are focused on fewer bigger better where they're they're actually delivering a better experience for the customer and and likewise i think town centers will come back. I think they're suffering and having a lot of pain. But it is about authentic. People want to do business with authentic businesses. Mm. And and in a world that is becoming less connected on a human basis, that is going to become more important. So these two things are cycles. Do you know?
2: But I have a couple of questions for you there. Given that the retail parks are there now and in place and the parking is free and it's extensive, you can run out there and park. Another issue for town centres as well, Cost of parking, parking availability. It's it's another type of issue there. But is it a fact that they are de facto there now? Are you saying to me that the centre of our major towns can recover and become vibrant again and uh, populated and economically, you know, really positive Uh, at the same time? As you have these outliers, I,
6: I think it's about how a community can come together to make that happen. So, I was recently—I do a series of workshops for smaller retailers coming up to Christmas, and I—I um, I went and did um, I, I went and spoke for um, Monaghan. Uh, Monaghan Town Centre and what they have I'm just I'm just giving this as an example because I recently saw it what they have is they have a chap that is employed to drive business for Monaghan Town and he is I think he's half employed by the car parks and half employed by the county council and he um, works with all local businesses and what I saw when I was in Monaghan was I actually saw a huge amount of retail and um, was actually really pleasantly I actually wasn't expecting it to be as good no offence Monaghan if you're listening I thought you were all brilliant the the amount of boutiques that were thriving the amount of beauty salons and restaurants that were thriving because they weren't competing with each other so so I might have visited 12 boutiques in one afternoon and they weren't competing with each other they all did something slightly different and they all supported each other and and this chap this town centre manager um, I think his name was Trevor Connolly just to give him a nod there um, um, very shrewd guy got, like, got a lot, got a lot of out of me in that day um what he was doing was galvanising a whole community of businesses not just retail but also restaurant businesses and, and and they were working together they have a really good voucher system for example at Christmas so I think there's an element of what tends to happen when business gets a bit tough or where there's a lot of change and let's be honest in retail there is a lot of change at the moment is people get frightened and they, they sort of close up and they don't work together which is the worst thing you can do
2: Isn't that Interesting, really interesting, because I've heard it said, oh, well, should the town centres, they're going to become restaurants and bars and, you know, little speciality outlets as such, and it's finished. But there you are talking about boutiques. And the competition there is with online clothing and the big guys as well. That's fantastic to hear. Listen to what Paddy has to say. He's enjoying the chat this afternoon. He says, "Jerry, just an example. I was looking at a sports jacket three weeks ago. This is what you were saying to do your homework. Paddy has €199. This week, the same jacket in the same shop Marked 200 euro down from 259. <laughs> Paddy, that is a ruse.
6: That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's, that's in County Meath. That's
6: not a good deal. Don't no, buy Paddy,
2: it. No, Paddy, Paddy. Good on you. That yeah. is not one to yeah. go for, for sure. Yeah. And it bears out, you know what I mean, yeah. doing the research as yeah. well. But coming back to Monaghan as an example you gave there and looking at Louth and Meath and our towns and uh, the big ones and, of course, the, the next uh, ones and the others as well. You know, when I mean, you think of Meath with Kells and Trim and Navin and Athboy and you come over to Louth with R D, the two massive towns, Drogheda, Dundalk, You know, Kells, I don't know whether I mentioned it to me as well, all those places. What do you say today as we face into Christmas or to listeners about going green, supporting your own, getting behind local business? Is it and will it be the difference between survival or gone?
6: Oh, that's a hard question. The um, I like the idea of Green, Folk, uh, Green Friday. I like the idea of Shop Local. But I, I actually think um, that's probably not the way to go. It's kind of... A, uh, this is a bit of a sympathy card, and that's not the way to play it. The way to play it is to lean in to what you're good at. So different towns will have different pools of strengths. So there's almost so the corporate side of me and the strat the strategic side of me would um, and I'm th- I'm I'm literally thinking out loud. So apologies, um, no prep done here. Um, uh, so I'm thinking out loud. Like if you were approaching this from a, a strategic point of view, what you want to do is look at were the The strengths are in particular towns and play to that. So if you have a town that has, so the likes of Monaghan, has a very strong restaurant and boutique population. So rightly so they've played to that. I think there's an element of, because um, you're talking about communities, and and everybody can be quite disparate. And and the the what I saw in Monaghan was that there was some form of of panel that pulled it all together. And the chamber of commerce is like I'm on I'm on the the local chamber of commerce. There's only so much we can do from a chamber of commerce point of view. And and w- what we need is the members to. To be actively involved and and to help us, so you know we did um, we did I, for example I did um, a workshop for retailers getting ready for Christmas and we did it for free for for Drogheda retailers. It was really hard getting people in the room. So uh, genuinely, there there needs to be an element of people coming together and 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 helping each other as well as themselves. I, I think I think it's not just about shop local. I think it's about being really strategic and 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 maybe approaching a business mind to it as a whole, rather than just your own business.
2: My word, it is change times, isn't it? Mm. Uh, when you reflect on when I was growing up and, you know, through the years and when you see what it is today. But you know what? I'm really encouraged. Yeah with what you've said to us this afternoon. And there is great encouragement in your words. And there's realism in what you say as well.
6: uh, Genuinely, there has never been a better time. So if if I give you the analogy, the big retailers, those big, big businesses, they are like the big tanker. And if you're a small business, you are like the little speedboat. You can move really agile. You can be really, really clever here, really, really entrepreneurial, and you can do very well. And what I am seeing now is there are are lots of businesses that are doing very, very well.
2: So. Let's leave it with that. On that positive note this afternoon, if people want to contact you, because this is your forte, yeah. what you do, how do they get in touch? The so, easiest um, way?
6: You can contact me at pto.ie, and my email is miriam at pto.ie.
2: There you have it. Happy Christmas to you. Happy yeah. shopping. Happy I'll be, shopping. be out and about there as well, yeah. uh, like many others. And thank you for joining us on Late Lunch. And we'll see you, please, God, in the new year. Miriam Simon, thanks a million.
6: Thank you very much.
2: I'm just thinking. There's a real Dunny Gall flavour to late lunch this afternoon. Opened the show with the four ladies screaming offerings. Oh, oh, they're brilliant! I have to say again. And we're continuing in that vein now. Look, I don't have to introduce this man, do I? Ten million records sold today to date MBE. He's the only recording artist in history to chart at least one new album every year for 32 consecutive years. And he's no mean dancer either. Daniel O'Donnell, good afternoon.
7: Hi Terry, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for taking our call today. Hey, you've caused this store with this thing in the mirror and you saying that you'd love to have an affair. What's going on?
7: <laughs> oh dear, dear, she can say nothing now. <laughs> you can't? <laughs> I think I'll be safe enough now. Mary will Mary, not take the bait.
2: <laughs> and of course, that's Mary the florist in Coronation Street you're talking about. <laughs>
7: That's
2: right. So, Miguel is cool about this. I was getting really worried. I could see trouble at mill here. I'll
7: tell you.
2: Anyway, it's great to catch up with you today. And the reason we're talking, I just want to mention this, from the off... Uh, your new album, number one, as I said every year for 32 years, the new album, Halfway to Paradise, is way up there in the charts. Such a success for you. Three CDs, how many? 60 songs. Is it 60 tracks? I
7: know, I know. You put it on in the morning, it'll still be going at night.
2: <laughs> Daniel, your fans, that's heaven for them. You know that yourself.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's done really well. I'm delighted with what You know, sure, the music itself, the 50s and 60s. It never never dates.
2: No, it is just a a standard there all of the time. And as well as that, of course, you are coming back with some massive new shows next year. I'm just looking here, you're at the Glen Eagle in Killarney on Thursday the 24th, Friday the 25th, Saturday the 26th and Sunday the 27th of September next year and the tickets go on sale Saturday. And you're coming close to us next year, the Convention Centre.
7: Yeah, we're doing the Christmas show again next year in the Convention Centre. We missed, I suppose we didn't do it the last two years now, so it would be nice to do it again. It's a, a lovely show to do at Christmas, and uh, we uh, people always ask, you know, are you going to do the Christmas show this year? But it's the same show more or less that you do every year, but just to give it a break, and it's always a joy to do it.
2: Ah, but you know, Daniel, people love that, the familiarity about Christmas. And I remind uh, our listeners, it's the 12th and 13th of December next year. And again, the tickets are on sale on Saturday. You no, know... They are
7: not on sale now until next April. Oh, That's sorry.
2: I, I just. Oh, holy center. God. Good yeah. job. You're correcting me. I no, saw... It's, it's, it's next April.
7: It, the convention. <laughs> it's only Killarney.
2: Okay. <laughs> thanks Saturday. for correcting me. Yeah. I would have driven them all mad. It's next April for the convention centre. And yeah. we'll remind you about that beforehand. But you know what going to say? You talk about loving something um, year on year do you know the raquettes the raquettes in New York the dancers yeah, Daniel yeah. were you ever at the show in New I York
7: was. I, I saw it I saw it in Radio City. I saw it in Branson, Missouri. It's an amazing show, and sure, it's the same show, but it's
2: beautiful. Yeah, and 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 that that that's what I'm saying. We've gone several times when we'd be lucky enough to be there, and we'd go back again. And it's the same with your very self. Hey, tell me this: Did I? You were here with me a number of times on the show. I, I I'm I'm learning things about you all the time. You've never drunk tea or coffee for thirty years. Did you not have tea here with me and all your fans a couple no, of times? No, I didn't. No.
7: Did you not? Must have the hot water.
2: Oh, I do remember now. I thought you'd pulled... I thought you were Keith Barry in disguise, doing the tricks in the studio, and I didn't cop it, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you, you just stopped drinking it. Was that it? You just gave it up?
7: I did, I, yeah. Well, you know, when I had the... When I had the... breakaway back, when I had the trouble with the voice, I went to, to an allergy person, you know, a, a man that did, tested allergies, and he put me off everything. He said, you know, milk and... All that kind of thing... Wasn't good for the voice. And then I went back on everything again. And then I thought about it. And I thought, sure, I don't really need to be. Tea was something I took a lot of, so there was a lot of milk. And I decided I would never go without it. And I never missed
2: it. Oh, be God, the old kettle yeah. was on the boil back home in the house in uh, Ginkashla for sure, every day of the year. Uh, it's still on the boil. I still love the hot water. <laughs> <of tea. laughs> but I'm sure Julian, our day, we remember her today. God, I'm sure you know the tea in the Irish house. Awesome, I love the tea. She loved loved it. it.
7: She was always baking bread and pancakes and, yeah.
2: Fantastic, She's, fantastic yeah. memories. Um, the golf, how's the golf going? Are you playing much?
7: Oh, I didn't play for ages now. But I will get back. I've got a new trolley and I've new shoes and I've got a new bag. So I'll tell
2: you, I look the part when I get out. <laughs> anyway, the weather at the minute in this country wouldn't encourage you much. Not
7: too bad up here now today. Is it not nice and sunny?
2: No, ah, I, I think know. the next few days she's to brighten up, so maybe yeah. you'll get a chance to sport your new gear uh, uh, as well. The the other thing um, I wanted to say to you, and I, I, again, it's back to that scurrilous article that was written about you and the florist in Coronation Street. Um. Tipping Point and the Chase—you watch them every day.
7: Oh, I love them! I absolutely love Tipping Point. I love any kind of quiz show, um, but I love, I love, I love the Chase especially. I suppose yeah. I love. I think Bradley is brilliant. Honest oh. to God, he's a great presenter. He is, and yeah, and I, I love the quizzes. I love, you know the. the, the and he can a quiz
2: mm, oh Bradley he's a talent he really is and off yeah.
7: the cuff there's not a bother to him ah, he's great what
2: about the dancing this year are you keeping oh, an I eye on it I didn't
7: see much of it because I was away from most of it but God what I did see the standard is so high
2: oh unbelievable it really, right. really is it is this year. You're right. It's uh, it, it, it's getting higher, I think, every year that uh, th- they put it on. And this year, it's unbelievable. The popularity of it. It's,
7: it, it's, ah, so it's a huge show. Yeah. It's a huge show, absolutely. But, uh, but, you know, I'm not surprised because they put it together so well and the attention to detail is incredible in it. You know, uh,
2: yeah. The the production mm. is is magnificent. Yeah, yeah. Th- That is for sure. Uh, uh, I was talking. Uh, I was with Mary Duff lately. She's uh, with you. She's heading off, and she's in your plans again next year, of uh, course. She yeah,
7: was, she was with us in Branson, and we're going off to Indiana now next week. Next well, and we're home for a week now, and then she'll be. Yeah, she'll be with us next year again, please God.
2: And that young Millen man from Drogheda, He's um a key part of the team as well
7: he is surely to God yeah we love Stephen
2: yeah he's a great guy I was with him lately and with Mary's dad he's a fantastic man
7: Mary's dad oh, he really is Mary was saying he a new accordion not long ago yes
2: he was yeah. showing it to me Daniel if you saw it oh yeah, take, take the I'll iron of your that. head Long may continue. Long may continue is right. Anyway, thank you for taking our call today on Late launch. Reminding listeners again, the album is flying high and there's one set of tickets out. It's for uh, Killarney, the Glen Eagle, and it's next year, September, and they go on sale on Saturday and then the convention centre will be April of next year. Daniel, continued uh, health and happiness to yourself and Magella.
7: Thanks my young good luck, and happy Christmas everybody listening.
2: Many happy returns. Thank you Bye. indeed, Daniel. Thank you. And of course, there's only one way to finish with the great man. Let's hear him in action.
1: I don't want to be the one who hesitates Be too shy, wait too late I don't care what they say other lovers do I just want to dance with you Well, i got a feeling that you got a heart like mine So let it show, I let it shine If we get a chance to make one heart of two I just want to dance with you I want to dance with you Twirl you all around that's what they invented, dance and I just wanna dance with you. I wanna dance with you. Hold you in my arms once more. That's what they invented, dance and I just wanna dance with you. Looking at me when I looked at you Yes I did, you know that's true You don't get embarrassed by the things I do I just want to dance with you Now the boys are playing softly and the girls are too So am I, so are you If this was the movies we'd be right on cue I just want to dance with you, I want to dance with you, twirl you all around the floor, that's what they invented dancing for, I just want to dance with you. I want to dance with you, hold you in my arms once more, that's what they want to dance with you.
2: Oh, I just want to dance with you. Yes, the great man Daniel O'Donnell on Lake Lunch this afternoon. His new album is called Halfway to Paradise and it's flying in the charts. I have a copy of Daniel's double CD and DVD of Christmas songs. It's sitting here in front of me. Would you like it? Would any out there like it for the Christmas? Well, I want to give it away to somebody today. Here's the question. In what year was Daniel O'Donnell born? The year that Daniel was born, please. I'm looking for, for the double CD and DVD of his Christmas songs. Get your answers to us, WhatsApp or text us, 086 1800 658. Congratulations to John Bird from Drogheda who's won a €100 Scotch Hall gift card and he's entered into the grand finale car draw which takes place on Sunday, December 22nd. You know by now, Scotch Hall, LMFM and Reynolds Fiat are giving away a stunning Fiat 500 worth €18,000. Every time you spend €50 across Scotch Hall's 50 plus shops, you enter the draw. Just pop your entry into the draw drum located in Scotch Hall. Stay tuned to LMFM and it could be you. We're reading out your name next week. Best wishes to you on that one there. Vivian Lyons is on the line. Good afternoon, Vivian.
5: Hi, Jerry. How are you?
2: I'm good. Thanks for taking our call. Tell us about your little fella, Vincent. What age
5: is he? So Vincent just turned nine actually this month, um, on the eighth of November. I'll just say a quick hello to him, Jerry, actually, because he's listening in my mother's at the moment. Oh Hi, good Vincent.
2: man. <laughs> Hi Vincent. Hi from all of us here and from your mammy as well. He he's a special little fella because he lives oh, with something.
5: Yeah, yeah. No, Vincent has um, Duchenne muscular dystrophy, which is a muscle condition, um affects the muscles in the body. He was diagnosed almost three years ago. So it's been a tough um road from the last three years. And I have to say, he's an absolute warrior, Jerry, with what he goes through on a regular basis, on a daily basis. So um, he's a very, very special boy. We all all feel for him with what he goes through, but he's a a little warrior and he keeps on going every day. But um, I was just hoping to actually put a little thing out there in regards to making a a little part of his dream come true in regards to um, paleontology.
2: Now so. this is so different and caught our attention when we saw this. Uh, paleontology, of course, is the study of life before human life, going way back.
6: Yes, as far
5: as I'm aware, I couldn't yeah. to be on the phone to you. <laughs> you
2: yeah, know. know, we're talking about dinosaurs and the, the who roamed the planet and different creatures and a different world to what we know today. But he's all into this.
5: Oh, will you stop the lights? That's, yeah, 24-7, the life of dinosaurs, um, all creatures, but mainly dinosaurs. He's big, a uh, dinosaur fanatic. Um, 24-7, as I said, he's asking me constant questions. He could teach a class himself now at this stage, but um, no, look, that is his dream, and he would love to be a paleontologist, and please God, he will be able to do something that around that area, but... Um, Yeah, he's big into the environment as well and um, many things about kind of life and caring for the planet and stuff like that, you know.
2: I'm sure this fella, when he puts his mind to it, can do anything he wants in life and if it's paleontology, so be it. But your little request today, you want to put it out there to our listeners. What, What or who are you looking for?
5: Well, I had spoke to Vincent last week. He was feeling a little bit down because um, muscular dystrophy involves falling quite a bit at times. So um, he had two little falls there last week and kind of hurt his back. So I'd seen him sitting in the wheelchair a little bit more around the house, which he wouldn't normally do. So he was a little bit down and I wanted to do something to give him a little boost. So I asked him would he be interested in trying to meet with a paleontologist. Of course, he told me this was absolutely impossible. A paleontologist, ma'am, they have more things to worry about than me. So I said, no, look, let's try and make it happen. So just trying to meet a local paleontologist, someone with um, the same likes of Vincent to meet with or maybe to write to and just discuss all these questions that I can't answer myself Jerry. you know put him in a room with someone and give him a half an hour I'm sure they'd be running out the room after half an hour with him but, uh, but just so you know a little boost for him and just need yeah. someone that he can put mm. all these questions
2: I don't think they'll be running at all because I think they'll have found someone who they'll adore and love because they have you know somebody who has a genuine interest like themselves so the appeal today on late launch and this is sort of an unusual one does anybody out there listening know a paleontologist or is there a paleontologist out there listening to us to make a dream come true for a little fella he's vincent he's nine years of age and the days are difficult as his mum says from time to time but he keeps the bright side up and he loves this paleontology can anybody help us if you can 1850-715-958 1850 is the main LMFM number. Give us a call or get in touch with us on social media all the platforms or 86 by WhatsApp or text. Paleontology paleontologists, they are out there. We're going to get one for you Vincent. I promise oh, you so much, this Jerry. I promise you we won't let go till we sort this one out and again I say hello to Vincent. He's in his nana's and he's listening to us this afternoon. Vivian thank you for joining me.
5: Barry, thanks so much, appreciate that. Not thank at you. all,
2: thank you, take lovely care. to talk thank to you. you, take care of yourself, let's head towards news and sport at three. Would you like to go along to the LMFM Sports Star Awards? It's taking place in the Ferries Hotel in Dundalk on December the 5th, Dundalk FC will be there, with Thoth, Amy Broadhurst, the boxer, Ashburn Rugby Club, Loud Ladies, GAA, Kildocky, Hurling and more besides, and the LMFM sports crew will all be there as well. If you'd like to go along, tickets are limited. You need to text the word SportStar now to 086-1800-658. That's SportStar to 086-1800-658 with your name and details. And we'll put your name into the hat for uh, seats on that night of glitz and glamour, the 5th of December at the Fairways Hotel Dundalk. And uh, while on the subject of uh, Dundalk, Dundalk Credit Union, they've launched a new competition which will allow a local family to bring their loved ones home from abroad for Christmas. What about this? The Come On Home to the Town for Christmas competition is open for entries until Friday. That's this Friday, so time is running out. To enter, you simply send a video or a voice message via WhatsApp to 085 832 6288. That's 085 832 6288. Maximum 90 seconds in length. Or you can email your story to Christmas at dundalkcu.ie outlining why your loved one should be brought Home, Daniel O'Donnell with us early in the show, double CD and DVD of his Christmas songs, The going to Caroline McCabe this afternoon well done to you, and the screaming orphans, lovely girls, great music, the new album Life in a carnival. Uh, dunny gall was the answer i was looking for oh for daniel he was born in 61 i forgot to mention the question there 61 we're looking for the for the uh, daniel cd and dvd uh, for the screaming orphans they were dunny gall as well dunny gall was the answer for them and uh, the album going to date catherine heaney tommy martin and madeline kennedy well done to all of you and thank you to everybody who took time to whatsapp or text us Louise, just back to the retail. Uh, Very impressive, Miriam Simon, earlier on. Oh, what a wonderful woman. And a rock of sense as well and logical about it and uh, encouraging as well for retailers. What about Friday? Will you do anything yourself? Did Mm, I ask you this before on the week? Have you anything bought or will you go wild? No,
8: I don't really buy online because I always forget my passwords and then if (laughs) anything arrives and it's closed, I just never bother to send them back. So I just try to avoid all that it just annoys me but I I did come across a few years ago and I was kind of I was looking and looking at a television Yep. and it was say oh top of my head I can't remember 250 euro and I was looking I was going will I buy it will I buy it and I left it and I just left it and then I went into the shop same shop about a couple of months late Black Friday Mm. and it was was 299 down to 250
2: there you go Mm. Mm. but I think you
8: have to put it down for a certain period before you can put it back or you have to put it up for a certain a reasonable amount of time is what they say before you can bring it back Mm. down
2: but you need to do your research Mm. Ella was on to say Look, if something is 120 in the shop and 60 online with Amazon, I'll go for the 60 and I don't apologise for shopping online. Look, I understand that for a lot of people, cost is a huge factor. But look, at there are means and ways, as we heard earlier from Miriam, of retailers being innovative and creative mm. and competing and offering something different. Would and you
8: rent a pair of jeans though?
2: Ah, look, wasn't wasn't that just great?
8: I like the idea, but I don't know whether I would or not. No,
2: no, I think what what you were saying was, yeah, rather than buy them, you'd rent them and mm. use them and then you send them back yeah. when you're done with them and you get, you get another pair. And then they recycle them in such a way. Do you know what it would do? Listen, the way of the world is changing. Mark my words. I
8: know, she, it's a great idea. Yes, yeah,
2: but... and that company, Mud, are doing really well with this concept, a Dutch company. Um, what I mentioned when we were talking there, wardrobe stuffed with yeah. pairs of trousers and jeans and mm-hmm. shorts and jumpers that are never needed. Mm-hmm. I am of the uh, thought process and doing it more and more that I really only have um a small selection. You know what I mean? Of clothes that I wear, a few good items for, you know, to have now and then. But this thing of cramming presses and drawers and all these pairs of shoes. Give up on it. It's yeah, you over. You can
8: recycle them every 20 yeah, years. Well, well. <laughs> uh. <laughs> when they come back into fashion, that's you, Lou yeah, that Louise thing. Walsh. I'm that waiting is... for the flares to come back. You
2: have the jumper on. What's that jumper on? Is oh that... no, this
8: jumper is actually new.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. All oh, right. That's yeah. Not the jeans
8: way. are about ten years old, but the jumper is new.
2: But the, but do you remember the jumper you had? You have one though. Going I have back a, a jumper
8: that is 25 years old.
2: Wow. Yeah. And I'll say, I will say this. That day, remember you were? Here, I said it looked as good today. Yeah. It no really one, did. Yeah. So you are, what she's fine. a living, walking example. She knew what was coming down the track, Sarah Louise. Do
8: you see this? Yeah, I, I has... only throw things out if they're really, really so badly with holes that you just mm. can't prepare. Well, look,
2: that comes a time and that is a fact. And there's certain things you can't, you know, recycle into the charity shops or give to other people as well. That's That's a given and there will always be an element of that. it really is time to think about to really think carefully about this hoarding and running out and buying and having one of this and the throwaway society it's really on the radar now that's for sure Final break of the afternoon on Late Lunch. Gronia Hertie, remember, she joined us a few weeks ago, told us the story of our son who had a very close brush uh, when he um, was at Belfast in a concert and he, uh, a drug scenario entered the scene and he, he, he almost died, but he survived. What a wonderful story. Well, Gráinne's back with us in a couple of moments. I'll say hello again to Gronya Hertie, who's on the line. Gronya good afternoon this Wednesday.
9: Good afternoon to you, Jerry.
2: Well, you know, I can see the smile in that response there. And when you were with me a few weeks back, we were talking about you doing this uh, Operation Transformation. And you told me you got into it by accident. You weren't too sure about it. Well, you're a changed woman, I believe, today. Give us the latest.
9: So, um, two days, Jerry. I have two stone, seven and a half pound and 19 inches off.
2: Ah, you're not the one you <laughs> used to be, I'm right, I'm right for sure. <laughs> well, would you, like, when, when you say that,
9: like, two and a half
2: stone and over it yeah. and 19 inches, think about 19 inches on a measuring tape, you must be chuffed.
9: I am absolutely delighted. Um, at 19 inches, like, I just can't believe it, um, in seven weeks. <laughs>
2: mm, Hermione- I think that's the biggest surprise. Oh, well, listen, I, 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 tell me again, who, who was it that suggested this and put you down this road?
9: So, Linda in Mizzou advertised it. Yeah. Um, and um, a friend of mine, Hall, he nominated me through email to Linda and... Um, I know it went down to a final few, and I was lucky enough to win. So I've become Mizzou's top uh, customer between. Hair transformations, skin transformations, uh, <laughs> nails done, massages. I don't know myself.
2: She's walking up the town in Dundalk and they're looking at her <laughs> saying, Who's your one?
9: <laughs> yes, I'd say they are. I'd say they are. It's, it's unbelievable, Jerry, the change.
2: Well done to you. Congratulations. Now, you I so recall much. as well when we chatted, we talked about your mum, your late mum, Josephine or as She was well known to us here on LMFM radio and her passing at the time of your 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 difficulty with your boy your son as well. Now Josie did something very special each Christmas. What was it?
9: So, um for the last number of years, Jerry, she um asked friends and um family not to buy her a Christmas gift and would we buy a Santa gift for a child between zero and fourteen months? And she donated them to local children who would more than likely wake up on Christmas morning to nothing. And it it escalated then and got bigger and bigger. And last year was her most productive year. And we, Elaine and I, that's my sister, felt that this was a legacy we couldn't carry on. And as you know, on Operation Transformation, at the end of your eight weeks, you have to do a 5K. And when Linda announced that to me, I was uh, shell-shocked and I asked her, could we do it in Dundalk locally? And she got behind me 100% and has agreed to do this in memory of Josephine.
2: Oh, this is a lovely story. So it's a 5K and it's happening this Sunday, the 1st of December, from the marshes. And it's Santa's Prezi Dash.
9: So it's Mizzou's Santa Prezi Dash.
2: Lovely, lovely. Um,
9: It's leaving the marshes at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. Um, There is no registration fee. Um as a, as you know, Jerry, it's bring a gift, um an unwrapped Christmas gift. Um we have the pleasure of saying that the Dundalk FC Captain Brian Gartland is coming along with the trophies and maybe some other surprises. And um hopefully it'll be a great family fun event. I know you can have a photograph with Brian at half ten. Um so we're hoping to get fantastic support in the town um, and it will be a great event.
2: It certainly will. And again, is it the same age category, zero to 14 months?
9: Oh no, zero to age 14. To age 14,
2: I beg your pardon. Yes. So it's zero to age 14, just to clarify yes. that. So zero male to 14. Male or female. Male or female. Yes. And you bring a gift, don't wrap it, bring a gift that will go to that child because there are children in the Northeast who will have nothing on Christmas Day and this is a wonderful opportunity. So the entry to the 5K is to bring the gift along and that'll go to to a child.
9: Now, I'll be in the marshes on Saturday um, from 11 to 5 where you can register or you can register in Mizzou during the week um, in River Lane, Dundalk.
2: Okay, that is absolutely brilliant. So, Saturday, meet the woman herself in the marshes, have <laughs> a look at the transformation and register. Go do the 5k, walk it, jog it, run it, do what you want, but bring the gift for the child, bring zero the to or 14 Or even on
9: the morning yes. if need be. Absolutely. And um, just while I have the opportunity, Jerry, could I just say a quick thank you to a few people, if possible? One. Um, Service Source and Defy have donated t shirts. Um, for the run and Sean Farrell in the marshes has been a fantastic support and then there are refreshments after the walk from Value Centre, the River Cafe, Fife and Lidl.
2: You got them all in. They'll doubly <laughs> help you now, that's for sure. Grania, happy Christmas. Good luck Jerry, with the weekend. Thank you
9: so much for Not
2: all Not at help. all. You're very welcome. Delighted to. Take care. That's Grania Hertie there with a lovely story. Marshes, register Saturday, go Sunday, help the children. That's a lot on Late Lunch. Leave you with Madonna. Eddie's coming next.
5: como puede ser verdad
0: Lunch with Blackstone Motors. The 2020 Dacia sales event is now on at Blackstone Motors, Drahida, Dundalk, and Cavan. Call in to see how shockingly affordable a new Dacia is in the new year. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.